Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create amazing relationships. I'm Ramsey personality George Camel, joined by my colleague, Dr. John Deloney. The phone number to call is 888-825-5225. You call up, we'll talk about your life and your money. Angie kicks us off in Salt Lake City. Angie, what's going on? Hey guys, thank you for having me on this show. I really am um, just in a place where I just really don't know what to do. Um, Just a little bit of back history. My deadbeat ex spent more than a decade psychologically abusing my kids and I to the point that he alienated two of my children from me. Mm. Additionally, he refused to pay child support and his portion of children's medical expenses for that 10 plus years. Yet, he's building himself a 4,000-square-foot home. He travels to other states to game with other gamers, and he pays the best attorney in the state to repeatedly file unprovoked lawsuits against me. (sighs) Yeah, that feels feels gross to say it all out loud, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's heavy. I'm so sorry. (sighs) Yeah, um, he intentionally keeps assets out of his name so I have no way to collect. His parents have enabled him by paying for everything. Um, I've already spent large sums of money in the court system trying to get justice, and many failures happened. I'm at a point now when my judgments need to be renewed, and I need to go to trial to get additional judgments against him for more children's medical expenses and unpaid child support. I have already spent significant money in court costs and have suffered significant emotional damage from the loss of my relationships with the two children. So the last thing I want to do is spend more money on this problem. And I have trauma that prevents me from wanting to go back to court to get judgment. So making decisions has been really difficult when there's no good answers. So I have two questions, or my, my question is twofold. How do I heal from the loss of a child? That feels like a death, but they're still alive. Mm -hmm. And should I spend more money on this problem by hiring an attorney to go get the new judgment and renew the previous judgment? Or should I try to represent myself to save the money? Or should I just walk away? Um, Let's do the money part first, and then we'll talk about your kids at the end. Um, How old are your kids now? Uh, one is 18, uh, the other 17, and the other 16. Okay. Um, and the reason I ask is if you're coming and you've got an 18-year-old, a 17-year-old, and you're looking for back unpaid child support back when they were 10, 11, 12, um, that's going to be a long haul, right? That's going to be forensic accounting. That's going to be going through. Th- it's just going to be a long, expensive process. Do I hate that for you? So- yes. Go ahead. So they are already certified to go to trial. I'm I'm at the point where where they have been certified, and I just have to make the decision to spend the north of ten thousand dollars to go to trial to get them, you know, judgment. Where, where are you at financially right now? Yeah, do you have ten thousand dollars? I do. Okay, what's ten? Do, what's what's ten thousand dollars going to get you? Spending the money on that. What's it going to get you? Um, it's going to get me the the knowledge that I didn't like, you know, enable him to just get out of it. You That's know? not like, worth $10,000 to me. Get it, like that's he gets, he, 
it's like he gets away with it. You That's know? not. He's gotten away with it. And that I'm ten, part of it. That $10,000 isn't worth it to me. If you're going to get $10,000 so that you can recover $50,000 in medical expenses that he didn't pay, I'm all in. I'm all in. But what you're looking for, you're going to spend $10,000 on this elusive thing called justice. And for you, justice means he pays what he should have paid. And it also means that you feel a certain way. I remember testifying in a court trial where somebody went to jail for a long time. And it was the scariest thing I've ever done in my life. It's getting sworn in. And when the person went to jail, I remember having a sick feeling in my stomach, even though it was right. And I remember calling a friend of mine, and she's a uh, forensic psychologist, what she does. And I said, why do I feel so just bad? And she said, because even when somebody wins in something like this, nobody wins. These kids still lost their mom. They still lost their dad. Their dad's still a scumbag. It's still been 10 years of kids being used as weapons during for a man's image you see what i'm saying like nobody's gonna win and so i know it's like i'm gonna clench my fist and i'm gonna get this thing called justice and dude i'm all about justice to the end of time i'm about it but if you end up doing ten thousand dollars just so he didn't quote unquote get away with it i'm telling you it's gonna be a hollow victory on the other side of that hmm if you got $10,000 yeah. and that was an investment in getting the money that you needed to pay your bills because this man owes you that money, the court said he owed you that money, then, honey, I'll be with you all the way. But it, yeah, I think the difficulty, too, is knowing, like, collection. I haven't collected on the past ones. So it just it feels like a, like a meaningless effort. Well, if, if you can walk into court and say, hey, uh, there was a judgment against him, and for the last 12 years he hasn't paid a penny, then heck yeah, go get your money. Don't let that scumbag skate on what his responsibilities were. But if it's just, I want to spend $10,000 so he gets what's coming to him, the ch like, as you've said, and I'm just going off your words, the chances of him getting what's coming, because the way he spends money and the way he hires attorneys, is very, is that, that, that chance is very small. Yeah, and the worst part is you. That still won't undo the fact that he's destroyed the relationship that you had with these two kids. Yeah, tell me about that. Uh, well, yeah. So he, you know, it started off right after the divorce uh, that he would, you know, say things like, "Oh, you know, the reason we're not together as a family is because mommy won't forgive daddy." Mm. Well, what he forgot to tell them is that daddy abused me and the kids physically yeah. and psychologically yeah so it wasn't about you know that but he so would they, tell did them, those kids like, talk to you anymore um i recently the court finally um gave me the ability to communicate with them and they felt forced to communicate with me okay. and so i get like so here's not, what i want basically you nothing. here's what i want you to do i want you to you're you're putting an investment in a 20-year game you, you want to be close and have a deep relationship with them when they're 35. And they've been poisoned during some really formative years. So what are you going to do? I want you to write them a letter every week for the next 10 years so that they have a shoebox full of proof that mom never gave up on us. And one day, they're going to sit down and say, what happened? And then you can not badmouth them. That man sucked. It's the truth. That man hurt me bad. Right? And that's a totally different mm -hmm. story.
I want you to sit down with your attorney that you have right now, and I want you to lay this out and say, I need you to help me best spend my money. What's the right thing to do? And if you don't have an attorney, I want you to reach out to a local law school and ask one of their clinics if they'll take your case for a reduced or free rate. Law school clinics are amazing places to start. With more frequency than you know, I get calls and emails from people dealing with the recent loss of a spouse or a parent. You can hear the struggle and the heartache they've been experiencing. And at a time they should be grieving, what breaks my heart the most is the strain and tension they're going through because of money, especially when it's a situation that could have been avoided. If you have a family, it is your responsibility to have term life insurance. It is one of the things you do to show you care. And yes, this is an ad for Xander Insurance. But since this is one of the most effective ways I have to get my point across, so be it. For over 25 years, I've been telling you about the importance of term life insurance and protecting your family. Listen, you need to check out Xander.com or call them at 800-356-4282. I can't say it enough. Protect your family. It's what you're supposed to do. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. This is the Ramsey Show. If you're enjoying it, please share it. That's the one thing we ask of you. The show is free and sharing it is free. Hitting the like button, also free. And, uh, you know, leave a review. Hit the follow button. That All of that helps us and helps us reach more people, helps the algorithm love us. And uh, that's the key. We just want to spread this message to more people and give them hope in a world that is chaotic and noisy. Appreciate you guys doing that. We've got a fun event coming up May 10th and 11th with the entire gang. All the Ramsey personalities, including John and I and uh, Dave, Rachel, Ken, Jade, we're going to be speaking at our Total Money Makeover Weekend. It's a brand new event. May 10th and 11th, right here in Nashville, up the hill from the Ramsey Solutions headquarters at our new event center. And in just one weekend, you're going to get the crash course on everything we teach about money with brand new content. Of course, we're going to be talking about budgeting and beating debt, investing, but we're going to go even deeper than we have before. There's going to be live Q&As throughout the weekend, so bring your questions. And uh, this event's going to be fun. We've got some fun things planned, some fun surprises. And early bird tickets start at just 99 bucks. For a limited time. So if you want to join us, get your tickets now. The event center seats about 2,400. So this thing will sell out. Get your tickets now at RamseySolutions.com slash events. All right, let's go to the phones. Paul joins us in Phoenix up next. Paul, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? Thank you Great. for uh, having me. I sure. really appreciate it. Um, okay, uh, my father got COVID about two and a half years ago. Um, went in the hospital, came out of the hospital about 98 pounds, um, came home and I had nurses here and finally figured out that it was hospice and they told me they were palliative care. Um, mm. so I told them to get out of my house. Um, and, uh, wait, why my father's up? Well, because they, cause the bus stopped by one day and asked me if I was junior and I said, yes. And they handed me a bottle of liquid morphine and liquid lorazepam. And I read on the, on this inslip of the morphine, it says, Hey, do not give this with any benzodiazepines may cause death or shallow breathing. So I took that advice and told them to get out of my house. And my father's, he's up to 150 now. He walks, he, um, uh, goes to the bathroom by himself. Um, and I still got my dad. Um, so, and it's, you know, 
the doses that they wanted me to give him were phenomenal. I mean, it was, it was unbelievable how much they wanted me to give him of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I did all the research and it said, you know, this is to make him comfortable, uh, for death. Mm-hmm. And, um, I wasn't going to let him kill my dad. Yeah. So I, uh, it, it's a, it's a great turn. I mean, to, you don't really hear success stories from these, these deals from COVID. And, uh, I definitely, I believe, I totally believe that it was a, was that uh, a, a success, but, uh, um, well, I'm glad he's doing okay. How can we help man? Um, yeah, he's doing great. Um, uh, it's uh, kind of hard to follow that call that you had right before because wow, I'm praying for her. Yeah. Anyways, my, my, my problem is, uh, okay. So there's, he's, he's got a couple of, um, I had to give up pretty much everything. Uh, and, um, to take care of him. Um, so I'm his full time, uh, uh, well, I'm his full time everything actually. Um, are you but, working uh, right now? No, I can't. There's no way I could. Um, I, it, it's, it's, the, it's escaping me off the top of my mind and I, I hate that it is. Um, but there's a program where the government will ba- will pay you to take care of a family. To take yeah. care of a family member. Are you a part of that? Yeah, no, I went, well, I, I, yeah, I checked it out, did the research on it. Um, basically, um, what it would do, um, and I just did this, you know, not, not but a week ago. I didn't hear, I didn't know about it, but, um, they would pay you, um, for four days or three or four days a week, um, for, I think it's 12 to 13, no, it's 13 to 14 hour or, um, dollars an hour. Um, and it's just seemed like they were, it, cause it's not. What are you making like, now? Right You're making the, zero. Right. And yeah, that's correct. I just did this. So I still have a, um, I can, um, go ahead and do it. Um, okay. it just felt like it was so much money that they were, the government was taking cause it's, it's not them that does it. It's, uh, these third party companies. Okay. Um, so basically it's like a, so um, uh, get to your you question, know. man. How can we help you brother? Question is, okay, there's, he's got a couple of bank accounts. I'm, and I don't, um, I'm trying to figure out some way I can add to it. Not, you know, not just watch it kind of dissipate. You know How much I mean? is in there? Um, there's one that's uh, got about 250. There's one that's got about 150. Um, yeah. I mean, the only that, way to get it. money, dude, is to go get a job. Is your well, dad it, is your dad well, at a place I, now where he's I, he he um, is out of the woods? You said he's doing great and he's gained weight and he can he can get around on his own to where you can start going well, to get a job. No, 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 no. I mean, correct. He walk he walks with a stroller uh, or a um, a walker. I'm sorry. Um, he walks with a walker. Um, he he still has the COPD and some after effects mm-hmm. of the COVID. Um, so no, he can't. I mean. What I say is getting around. He just he can get around, but not. I mean, get around to like take his dog to the backyard. Okay. Um, but is like the plan that. to just drain um, this four hundred grand to sustain both no. of your lives? No, that's 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 my that's why I'm calling you guys because no, that's not what I want to do. Um, I recently uh, bought a we bought a house in in a suburb um, of where we were, um, and now I just I'm. Can you afford the house that you bought? Yes. Well, this is how I did it. Um, I did it and then, uh, I paid cash. Um, and 
the money that I get from the old house will replenish that the money that we pay for this, um, and maybe uh, ten or twenty thousand on top of that. That will be profit. So you're living um, in the new house now with him. Yes, yes, sir. And you still have the old house. Yes, and uh, three other rentals. Okay, are these cash flowing? Who's managing these? I am. I had been for the last five or six years. Okay, is your name on but the I on the, the deeds taxes. of these? No, I'm uh, I'm I'm the um, beneficiary on the. He's got a living will. Okay, um, is it to the point where the, you need a durable power of attorney for him to take care of his financial matters? Um, well, I already do take care of everything. Is um, your, but but if your name is like not that. on, are, do you on legally these accounts? do that? That's right. Your name's got to be on the accounts. Have you all gone down to the bank together and put your name on the checking accounts and put your name on the retirement accounts, put your name on the house deeds? Um, yeah, everything's on. My name is on um, all the house deeds. Um, the um, so I have the same name as him. So sometimes, uh, like, um, the uh, checks that I have to send out, you know, I can just send out and there's no problem. All right. Well, the, the solution to your problem, unfortunately, is a mess that millions of people find themselves in, which is I need mm-hmm. to be a caretaker, but I've also got to get income. And right. so I don't see a path out of just taking that 400000 and dwindling it down to zero over time um, without you finding a way to bring more money in. And that could be figuring out an um, a work-from-home situation. That could be um, you being a part of that government program that you clearly don't want to be a part of a government program, dude, I'm with you. I totally no, get it. No. Yeah. Um, okay. And yeah. as a taxpayer who wants a smaller government, I don't mind part of my tax dollars going to people who are taking care of their family members with special needs. One of my best friends on planet earth yeah. has a very similar situation and he is incapacitated and thank God his family can take care of him. So I'm all for that. Um, but right. you can't just but sit that's at where home. He was. Do what? That's where, that's where he was. He was incapacitated um, when I got him home from the hospital. Sure, but, but here's I the mean, thing. Was, at the end of the day, there's not a magic, there's not a magic wand over this. You're going to have to figure right. out a way to go earn some money. And um, there's, right. just, there's just not another path. And so you have to be able to say, okay, I've believed that this can't happen and this can't happen and this can't happen. I want you to revisit all of those cannot happens. Could he stay by himself for six hours a day? Could he stay by himself for three hours a day? Like what? Be very specific. And then, bro, you got to go to work. And you've been going to work for the last few years taking care of him. That's noble and that's good. You got to go get some jobs. You got to go figure that part out. Otherwise, the money's going to be gone. It's just going to be gone. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Camel, joined by Dr. John Deloney. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Tony's up next in Tucson, Arizona. Tony, what's going on? Hi, how are you? Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. Um, well, uh, here with a, a bit of a dilemma on what should I do. I've been listening for a while and haven't really heard a similar situation, or maybe I've missed it. Okay. But my dilemma is that I'm, um, I, I recently hit the 59 and a half. Um, I have about uh, in in, uh, in debt about uh, uh, about ninety thousand forty forty five in, in a equity loan, and I have two mortgages, my primary and a rental. And um, from um, money, I have about uh, one point five 
in 401k and about 45 to 50 in bonds. And so my dilemma is that over the last year or so, I've been trying to hit it as hard as I can and as fast as I can to pay some of the debt. Um, but I've only done about 25, so I'm remaining about 90. So I've done around, I've, I've done around 25, 30,000 already that I've been able to pay, but I still... How long did 90. that take? Uh, it took me about a year and a half. Um, What's your income? Uh, between my wife and I, we're about 140. Okay. Why did it take a year and a half to pay down 25 if you're making uh, 140? Probably just not paying it as aggressive as I should, I, I, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you, I mean, but, you have enough money in retirement, and you could pay off this debt today. But my bigger worry is that you don't change your behavior and your lifestyle. And so you might be back in the situation and you're not spending less than you make. Well, that's that's uh, hopefully what I'm pushing for because I, I'm, I'm hoping that, I, that once I see that there's no debt there, um, being very aggressive and not creating any more of that debt. Well, you don't have to um, hope if you just decide, hey, we're done with debt. We've played with debt our whole adult life. It's led us here. We could have had five million. Instead, we got one point five, and we still have debt laying around. And you can, if you yeah, get serious now, you're going to be debt free and keep on stacking that money for the next few years as you continue working. Do you guys plan on continuing to work up until your mid sixties? Uh, that's the plan. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. So what's and, left and on so the primary mortgage? Limo, yeah, um, the left on the primary is one twenty five, and and about eighty on the uh, on the on the rental. Oh, so that's all. Uh, what's you said? There was forty-five and an equity loan. You said there was ninety yeah, left of consumer debt. Well, uh, ninety includes forty-five of the equity loan, and then the rest credit card, and then the two mortgages. Goodness gracious! <sighs> so, so part of my dilemma was, uh, you know, reaching the fifty-nine and a half and saying, okay, now I think I can take money out because of the tax implications. Um, out of 401k before and paying all, you know, penalties and all that. But now I'm, I'm kind of over that one. And, and that's been my dilemma. Do I just keep pushing hard to pay down and push harder? Well, if you let, let's say, let's play this out. Let's say you dipped into your one and a half million and your bonds and you paid off all debt, the, the equity loan, the credit cards, the primary mortgage, the rental, that would cost you uh, about 300 grand out of 1.5, correct? Correct. So you're down to 1.2. And if you left that money alone, based on math and the history of the stock market, your money would double every seven years if you got a 10% return average over that time span. So you'd have 2.4 million at 67 years old. That's a pretty good deal, right? I could live with that. Okay. And that's if you guys continued to work and you continued to invest. So that would be my plan. But my bigger worry, again, is that you go back into debt because you go, we cleaned up some debt. Let's go get some more. You know <laughs> no, what I mean? I don't want to do that. So this is like Absolutely you're like leapfrogging that. thanks to this wonderful retirement account, which you've done a great job investing in. But my bigger worry is your consumer behavior hasn't changed. So right. I don't. you need to draw a line in the sand before you guys pay this all off and say, we are done with debt. We're taking debt off the table. No more. And 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 would it be okay that like let's say that I just did everything except the primary, um, and 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 then just work on the work on the on the on the That's fine. primary mortgage? I mean, is 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 that would that be okay or? Yeah, I would attack it aggressively. Just paying it all off. 
You can you can do it in any order and as as fast or as slow as you want to. Um, you I just think it. freeing up your payments would really help you guys build wealth for these last few years as you do catch-up contributions and retirement accounts and all of this stuff. Yeah, you yeah. like debt. Why do you like it so much? <laughs> I don't know. It just I guess it just it just kind of kind of worked its way in. I no, mean, you made a bunch of choices. You don't like saying no, do you? Yeah, that's true. I mean, What'd you that, use the equity loan for? Uh, to fix up, uh, you know, the home that that we're in, the primary home. Do you have an emergency fund? Uh, I think I have about six thousand in cash. And you're the brokest millionaire that I know. <laughs> like you're a straight up broke millionaire. You have all this money. You guys make so much money. <laughs> and you live. So it's you're America. Congratulations. You have an amazing yeah. family, an amazing income, and you just spend insanely. Yeah, that's kind of what it look what. He, he, here's George said. I'll, I'll say it a little bit more direct than George because he's nicer than me. That's true. <laughs> you're gonna have to act like an adult for the rest of your life, or you're gonna have saved up a couple of million bucks. You're gonna pay this debt off, and you're all gonna be broke because then you're gonna be like, "Well, we need a bigger house, and let's keep this one as a rental, and let's get a this, and then let's do a slap it up, flip it, and reverse it, and a who let the dogs out." And you're gonna have so many other new stupid loans. Like you're going to have to be a grown-up yeah. and just say, hey, we got our house. This is our home. This is where we're going to live. We're going to keep working. We're going to be millionaires. Come what may, we're going to have some money to take care of ourselves so we don't have to borrow money from our kids or they're not going to have to come to our rescue. And we're going to go out a couple times a week and we're going to live good lives. But we're, the, the days of us just being reckless children with our money is over. Yeah. Now, just a, a bit of a twist, um, would it would it be best if I took the money out of 401k and pay at least everything except the primary or sell the rental and use the equity to pay everything except the primary? What's this rental cash flowing? Uh, 1500 a month. And that's with the mortgage payment still on it? Yes. Like what? Is that oh, your I'm, net profit? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's 600, 600 a month. That's your net profit right now. Yes, and that will increase to what if you pay off the rental today? It would it would be fifteen hundred. Wow, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, pay that off. That six hundred dollars gives me GAS, man. Like, how much would you have to save up for a broken air conditioner or a roof or a new sink because your tenant busted? Like, mm-hmm. dude, you gotta. You guys have a lot of risk in your life. <laughs> yeah, you can you do. undo this, but again, you've got to change your behavior. And so, your new mantra needs to be: Do we have the money right now? And that's a very hard thing to change at 59 and a half. Because if you answered that correctly, you guys would be $0 in debt. If it, Hey, the repair, we can't do that right now. We need to save up. Good news, we make 140 grand. Bad news, we only have 6,000 saved because we've been squandering it every month. So yeah. this is a big life change to make, Tony. And I, it, you're calling, which tells me you're at least partially ready for it. Yeah, yeah, I've been ready to pull the trigger, but I've just been having such a great dilemma as to which way to do it, you know? Well, right now you need to do things in order, which is <laughs> not no investing until the debt's paid off and until you have six-month emergency fund. Okay. And you can, again, leapfrog all of that and go, all right, I'm paying off all the debt today. All the mortgages are gone. Now we freed up all these payments. This thing's cash flowing amazingly. We freed up the mortgage. Now we can use that to invest and max out retirement accounts and pay for everything in cash. 
And that's okay. what I would do in your shoes if you can draw that line in the sand. And, and I'm, I'm I, not sure you're quite there. I also there. think you're going to have to take oh, your wife I'm, out to I'm, dinner. I am you and your wife are going to have to do this together. Yeah, is your uh-huh. wife on board uh-huh. with all this? My wife. <laughs> Uh, well, she's she's a little bit less on board than I am. Let me tell you. Well, she's not calling in stressed about this, which tells me you got some some selling to do. Yeah, but I think sitting down at the table over dinner and saying, "Hey, as a family, Tony from Tucson, the family, we don't borrow money anymore. This is over. We're free. We finally cut the chains. We're done. We don't borrow money anymore. I want to be free in my last uh, twenty or thirty years." This is the Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Matthew 10, 14. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, leave that home or town and shake the dust off your feet. Jordan Peterson said, you are not obligated to associate with people who are making your life worse. Hmm. A lot of wisdom there. not what James Child tells me when he books us together, Jordan. Oh, wow. My feelings would be hurt if I had any left, That's right. You make my life better, George. You make my dreams come true. Now you got weird. The great Hall and Oates said that. Now nah, you got weird. It's a bonus quote for you guys. All right, let's go to the phones. Dana joins us up next in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Dana, what's going on? Hi. So um, my husband actually just finished your book. Yes. Um, he absolutely loved it. You married yeah, a great so man. Actually, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, so he's actually gonna. He started reading um, John Deloney's book for anxiety now. So he's like all invested in that. But my question is, um, so my husband and I have been going back and forth. We do talk very freely about finances, um, so that's not a concern at all. But we're trying to pay off my car by the end of this year. Um, We're both 26 years old, and this is, like, such a goal for us. But the last few years, we have been really trying um, to work really hard. We have um, both full-time jobs. And we bought a house in 2020, and we've been remodeling our entire house um, basically with, like, all cash flow. We have taken out no loans or anything for that. Good. Um, But I guess, like, our biggest thing is just trying to figure out how to pay off by the end of this year while still trying to live, like, a youthful life because we've been putting that kind of on hold to try and get like our house and all of that kind of situated first. So what total debt do you have left? Is it just the car or is there more? So it's just my, it's just the car and our mortgage. We have no other like credit card debt or any other debt whatsoever. No student loans, any of that. How would you like articulate for me what a youthful life is? What is that? Well, so we got married in 2020 and um, we just kind of put like our life on hold a little bit. We didn't really do much. You bought a um, house and you're remodeling the entire thing. How is that putting your life on hold? Well, we never like got to go on our honeymoon or like go on a, we haven't gone on a vacation just the two of us since 2018. You can't afford because one. Because we... Y'all have car payments. I mean... We make a decent income. But so. you're broke. What do you guys make? So collectively, we make 125000 a year. Wonderful. What's left on the car loan? So I have 20000 on my car loan. I just got it last year. I don't see why you guys can't pay off this car loan this year and go on a vacation. Easy, before the easy, over. easy. What am I missing? Okay. Is your mortgage like gi- ginormous? No, it's like 1400 a month. Okay. So where's all the other money going? 
other than this home remodel well, project? We have so we have about thirty two thousand in investing and then thirty two thousand in a savings. What do you mean investing? Like in Roth IRAs, and I have um, a 401k through work. Okay, so non-retirement, what do you guys have that you could liquidate or sell? Um, so probably about like 32000 That's your in savings right now? Yeah. Why not pay off the car today? Yeah. You still have 12 today. left over, and then you add a little more. I'm really stressed about that. Why? Because I grew up in a home where, like, there were no savings, and that really, like, stresses me out to think that, like, it could be so low. Why do you think you're any better off owing $20,000 to a lender? That would stress me out. Here's here's what you're doing. You're, You're purchasing this safety and making somebody else wealthy. You're buying insurance yeah. on your fear, and the insurance is your car note while you have the cash to pay it off. It's an illusion. Do you get what okay. I'm saying? What's your car payment? Yeah. Um, it is four fifty a month. Okay, so play it out. You have twelve that you pay off this car today, you have twelve thousand in savings, and you add that four fifty to whatever else you were throwing, and you restock the savings account within a few months. Now you guys are completely debt free from consumer debt. You have a fully funded emergency fund. Now we can save up and go on the vacation and invest fifteen percent of our income. Y'all can go on a rad vacation. Okay. If your plan worked, you'd be on vacation by now. And we're just showing you a different way that you could snap your fingers yeah. and be debt-free and still have money left over. You, yeah, dude, right. your annual plan, your annual goal to pay off your car could be today. The bigger Literally problem is today. you need to, to figure out where all this money's going. You guys get to get on an every dollar budget and go, we make $125,000. How do we are not well, able to save up 1000 so- or 2000 bucks a month? So another thing is that we pretty much pay for a lot of our health care out of pocket because we, I don't have a job where I get my health care through there. So I pay for it out of pocket, which is very significant every month. Um, and my husband is diabetic. So um, we, you know, put a decent amount every year into like at least 10 to 15,000 probably into health care every year. Do y'all run that through an HSA? A health I'm savings sorry, account? Do you have a high deductible health care plan that has an HSA attached to it? A health savings account? No, we don't have a health savings account. We both have like a $2,000 deductible. Okay. Well, long term, it may be best for you guys to have an employer that subsidizes the health care if you want to alleviate that. Yeah. Because you can well, go from paying 10 or 15 grand family. to a few hundred a month. What is what does he make with yeah. his family? Um, so he makes so I mostly make like most of the money. Um, oh, that's what I thought. So he works. Yeah. So I've he never heard someone say, "I work makes, for my family." They pay me a hundred thousand dollars. It's like I make yeah. thirteen dollars an hour as a grown man working for my family. Yeah. So he makes like probably close to like nineteen dollars an hour. Okay. Would he He's make more if he was out there in the private marketplace doing the same thing? I feel like the carpentry world isn't the best for, like, a lot of income, though. Oh, boy. I, well, I must run into a different kind of carpentry yeah. worker because they make more than 19 an hour. My son busted our uh, handrail on our stairs, and the carpenter came over, and he basically was like, I can get this done, but I'm going to have to have one of your children. 
Yeah, they do well. They do real well. <laughs> they do real well. Here's here's the hard conversation yeah. that a lot of young couples have. They have a dream for what their ha- their world is going to look like. You're going to do this job, and I'm going to do do this job. Sometimes we go to college. Sometimes we do apprenticeships. Sometimes we get there, and then the life we want to have can't be supported by the jobs that we wanted. Also, so we have to make a decision. Yeah. Either we're going right. to we're going to tone down. We're not. We're just gonna be a family that doesn't do vacations. We go to KOAs. We love them. We're campers. That's what we do. Right. Or, honey. I want to do an 18-month, 24-month transition where you go work for a builder that has a healthcare plan that maybe still pays you $19 an hour, but it's a net gain for our family because we have $10,000 in medical expenses every year just off the top. And that's just what what a man's got to do. He's got to go provide for his family, right? Right, right. Uncomfortable, yes. Yeah. But I think y'all can do that. A quick Google search just showed me the median salary for carpenters right now, 51 to 60 grand, which means a lot make yeah. more than that, a lot make uh, some make less than that, but he should be making closer to 24 to 35 an hour at this stage. I and so, agree, absolutely. And that's where I'm like, if I he mean, can go get a $5 an hour raise, that could change your life. Right. But again, you guys can be debt free with an emergency fund really quickly. Today. But you've got to get control of the money you have before you go out trying to make more of it. Right, and we have been using um, a buddy app for the last year or so where we log literally all of our purchases, so we were able to see like where all of our money goes. So what was that called, a buddy that. app? It's called the buddy app. Yeah, you literally log of like all of your purchases into categories. I mean, logging is one thing, but actually creating a plan and tracking it is different. That's what every dollar does. I'm going to gift you that one and let me know how it goes for you. So hang on the line. Ebu will gift you every dollar premium to help you guys take control of your money. But he's got to be involved in this budget. You guys have to get on a plan together long term. And that plan is the baby steps if you want to do it right. That puts this hour of The Ramsey Show in the books. Thank you to Dr. John Deloney, to Ebu, to Ben, to James, to Josh, to Andrew, and to you, America. Thank you for listening. We'll be back before you know it.